0: Good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. I'm Doug Fain. On today's show, we're going to be talking to Doris Stevenson. She's been in Nicholasville for quite some time, and we're going to talk about her husband, Elmer Stevenson. He was an educator, he was a coach, he got a lot of sports programs started here for Jessamine County High. We'll talk about his life and his contribution to our community right after this word. The Mystery Voice Progressive Jackpot Game on Jess FM. Each contestant gets to ask a yes-no question and listen to the altered audio clip of a voice. We'll play four times each day with Doug Fain and Will Osborne. Listen each time and collect the clue answers. The jackpot starts at $105.90 and goes up by $1.59 with each incorrect answer. The Mystery Voice Progressive Jackpot Game on JessFM 105.9. Go to JessFM.com for complete contest details. Well, today on All Things Jessamine, we have with our guest, the widow of Elmer Stevenson, Doris Stevenson. So, hello, Doris. How are you? Fine, thank you. We're glad to have you here, and we're going to talk a little bit. Well, let's talk about the whole family, but we're going to get to a point to where we kind of focus on just Elmer. Now, Elmer, of course, was not from Jessamine County. He was here a long time, but tell us Tell us about his start. When was he born okay. or where?
1: He was born June the 7th, 1920 in Nicholas County to Hansford and Elizabeth Stevenson. He had two older brothers, Harry and Rowley. He moved to Lexington when he was around seven, and he graduated and played basketball at Bryan Station. He was going to UK when the war started, and he enlisted in 1941 until 1945 when the war was
0: over. So he left UK to go to the service.
1: He enlisted, yes.
0: Okay, and served his full four year tour of duty yes, there. Yes, he did. When he got out of the war, what happened then?
1: He went to Transylvania. So
0: back to not to UK, but Transylvania back, back University. Back to Transylvania. Okay, and graduated there. Graduated in 1950. Well, speaking of marriage, you all married in uh, 49, and did I understand right that it was a blind date? Tell yes. us about that.
1: Well, that was a long time ago, Doug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lived at the Y and and one of the girls had been dating one of the guys from Trancy, mm-hmm. and they were all down. The hangout was down at Versailles so near the river or something. I can't even remember the name of it. You know, you were talking about 66 <laughs> years ago. And so, anyway, they wanted a couple of us other girls to go down with them. Well, I didn't want to go, but I didn't want to keep them from going, so I went. So that's how I met Elmer. So it was fate. I yes. Mean, it very it was. easily could yes. not have
0: happened, but you went and they. There he stood. Was it was it love <laughs> at first sight?
1: I don't think so. <laughs> what was so funny, and they all laughed so much about it, was that my father's name is Elmer also. Oh, really?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was kind of destined. That was destined. I think so. So you met him, and you all started dating. You married in 49, and then he graduated Transylvania in 50. Right. And I'm assuming he graduated a degree in education? Yes. So where was his first teaching job?
1: Well, his first... teaching job was at Camp Dick.
0: Down in Garrett County.
1: Down in Garrett County. And he was driving back and forth from Lexington Mm -hmm. and he wasn't making enough to pay for his gas. So he only stayed there like one semester. Mm -hmm. And then he uh, got, I was working at the university at that time. So he got a job with the feed and fertilizer department and traveled for, I don't know how long, but anyway, then when I was pregnant with Brad, he decided he needed to be home.
0: Okay. Well, before you go on to Brad, I want to ask about you. Now, we know he came from up in Nicholas County. Where's your home county?
1: Garrett County.
0: So you were from um, Buena Vista, is that right? Buena Vista. Now, some people that listen to this program may also recognize some other people that came from Buena Vista that lived in Jessamine County. Uh, the Thompson family, right? as a matter of fact. Right. Cleveland and Henry and all uh, Cecil um, and all that bunch. Yes, they were uh, all. From down in there. Right. So you found your way from Garrett. Were you in college when you met him? No. Okay, but you no. lived in Lexington. I lived in Lexington. So you guys got married, and he went to Camp Dick Robinson. So... When he sold the fertilizer, now I knew Elmer. He didn't sell it. He It was an inspector. He was an inspector. Yes. Because I I started to say I knew Elmer that sometimes he knew how to spread the fertilizer, too. <laughs> he could put it on kind of thick when he wanted to. That's, that's true. <laughs> but evidently that was not his thing because he got out of that and went on to teach Well, he'd
1: there. have to be away from home a week at a time. Yeah. And I was going to have a baby, and that just wasn't going to work out.
0: So, so. he came back home and got him a job where? At Nicholasville. Yes. Now that sat, well, in fact, it's still, it's Nicholasville Elementary now. Right. Because at that time, let's see, that would have been what, in 50 around in there. That was after the original Nicholasville school had burned and they had built it back. Oh, so yes, he was uh-huh. in the new, if you will, the new building.
1: Right. It would have been. I think fifty one, mm-hmm. maybe fifty two. We moved here when Brad was a year old. In fifty four, he asked me when he took the job. He said, "Would you consider? Would you mind if I took this job in Nicholasville?" And I said, "Just don't ask me to move there."
0: <laughs> well, you did. Where were you living at the time? In Lexington. Lexington. You Didn't want to move oh, down no, here. no, I
1: didn't want to move. Today. But you did. But I did, and you can't get me away from it.
0: <laughs> now. When he was hired at Nicholasville, I'm um, trying to think, would that have been Rowan Roberts as yes. superintendent? Yes. At that time. And what did he teach? What was he hired to teach? Well, he
1: taught the seventh grade. There was a building on Chestnut Street called mm-hmm. the Chambers Building. Right, little white building, sat around mm-hmm. there for a long time. Right. And he taught there in mm-hmm. seventh grade. Yeah. And he he, did, he just taught, and I think he was Bill's assistant coach for basketball and football.
0: Now, Bill Lockridge is who right. you're talking yes, about now. Bill
1: Lockridge, yes.
0: Yeah. They had known, they were together for a long time. They were in they?
1: college together. Yeah. And best, good friends. Good
0: friends. And he came and became Bill's assistant. Right. At those, but then I think uh, he later became. Uh, head coach didn't he was he head coach there yes
1: yeah yes they you know back then they didn't have funds for anything Mm -hmm. much and one thing i did want to mention too was every after the football games every saturday morning he bought an old ringer washer Mm -hmm. and he'd go out there and wash those uniforms (laughs) hide them all over the fences
0: wow (laughs) (laughs) and take care of it well that's good somebody had to do it, right?
1: I guess. They didn't have money to have them dry cleaned or <laughs> washed at the laundry. And this is this is something that Brad and I both are so proud of. When he came here there was no baseball. They didn't have a baseball team. Oh, yeah. And he started to start one. Of course, he didn't have any funds. He didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. And his brother was a Transylvania, Harry. So he went up and bought uniform forms from Harry for a dollar apiece. Of course, they were crimson with T right. on them, but that didn't matter. <laughs> they were uniforms. So the first game they played, Harry happened to be umpiring. And the first inning was 25 to nothing. And Nicholasville hadn't even gotten to bat yet. <laughs> (laughs) So he asked Harry, This is so humiliating. Can we just call it off? (laughs) The thing of it is, in 1969, he went back to that same field Mm -hmm. in the state tournament and went to the semifinals. What about
0: that? So it it finally came. It
1: finally came true. So he developed
0: the baseball program that still goes on today at East and West. Mm-hmm. What about that? Well, now, you know, at some point in time, see, it would have been around 60. For those maybe that are listening that are not from here, we had a Nicholasville High School and we had a Wilmore High School. Right. And we had a Dunbar and we had county schools. Yeah, it was county schools. There, Dunbar was before integration. But around 1960, uh, all the schools were somewhat consolidated. But that's when Jessamine County High became Jessamine County High. That's when it was formed. Right. And so that, I guess, is when he became an employee of the Jessamine County High School. Right. Now, he still coached, right?
1: Yes. Yes, he still coached. Well, he was, I think he coached everything at one time. Mm-hmm. See, but this time Bill was, Bill Lockridge was principal. Okay. He coached basketball and football and, and of course, baseball. He even had a golf team.
0: And Now, he was involved in all the sports, but what did he teach?
1: Oh, he taught social studies mm-hmm. and PE right. and... I think he had
0: some history also. Well, you know, I look back through some of the old yearbooks on occasion, and I mean, he was pretty involved. With a lot of things in the school, and not just sports. Uh, it seems to me like I saw that he was like one of the sponsor of the yearbook committees at some time, and right. and different organizations like that. It seems like he stayed pretty busy while he was high school. He was. He was very busy. Now, one thing that we we kind of skipped over, and we don't want to skip over. It. We want to mention it was back in nineteen uh, was it fifty three or four. You had a son. Yes. And, Harry Bradford uh, Harry Bradford named after his uncle Harry I'm yes. assuming yes. and uh, Brad we'll take a few, few minutes uh, Brad went on to graduate he graduated from Model oh he graduated mm-hmm. from Model oh Wait. I know why because you all met, left and went to Richmond right but let's talk about Brad in that and just so we can kind of wrap his story up Brad went on to marry tell us about his wife and how many kids and where, where he is now
1: okay uh, Brad married Pam Wiseman they met at a Baptist the student Center there at Eastern. Mm-hmm. He graduated from Eastern and okay. then went on to the business, uh, seminary. Uh-huh. And he met her, and they married in 78, and they have four children, three girls and a boy, Laura,
0: Faith, Faith Anna, Raina.
1: and Samuel, and... All of them are married except Samuel, and he's still in college. Mm-hmm. Graduates next year. And Brad has six grandchildren.
0: Oh yeah, six. Mm-hmm. You have six great grandchildren. Your other granddaughters, you mentioned. You said one of them lived down there. Where are the other ones now?
1: Laura, the oldest one, is in Louisville. Uh, she has three children. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, four. She's recently married, and her husband has a little girl. Mm-hmm. Which is the same age as Laura's little girl, and they're real close. And uh, Faith, of course, lives in Florida. Anna is the youngest daughter. Her husband is in the Marines. He flies that new plane, that Osprey, and that moment. Yeah, yeah. In fact, he's getting ready to go to sea for nine months with that plane. Wow. He'll be on that ship for nine months. She's in North Carolina, Mm -hmm. and Samuel is in college there in Florida.
0: You got them spread out pretty good, then.
1: Mm-hmm. I do. But Laura is the closest right. in Louisville. Right.
0: right. Brad he, uh, graduated from Eastern, went on to Asbury. Yes. And he's ministered in a lot of places Georgia and all kinds. Of, where is he now?
1: Well, he's in Deltona, Florida. Okay. He's head minister or lead minister, I believe they call it, Deltona Alliance. He's been down there about 10 years. He loves it.
0: Now, Brad was, he played a lot of sports too. Yes. Of course, he's tall, like his dad. and Well, you too, both of you had some height, and but now well, he was a baseball, basketball. Did he play football?
1: He kicked. Yeah. I guess you could call it, yes. He
0: but I guess Brad kicker. was mostly known for his baseball. Baseball. Uh, yeah, I guess baseball is what I've seen more pictures of him mm-hmm. involved in, playing for the high school and things like that.
1: He never was much for the basketball, but mm-hmm. he, he tried everything.
0: Yeah. Of course, it didn't. The help that he had a coach that was <laughs> his dad. Exactly. But you know, Elmer uh, at Jessamine County High had great success. In, in all of his sports, his coaching out there. In fact, I learned that back in 67, he was named the uh, CKC Baseball Coach of the Year. Right. And there was numerous awards and uh, numerous honors for him at Jessamine County. And a lot of people nowadays remember him as coach, just like the Moron Brothers two weeks ago right. when they brought up Coach Elmer Stevenson. and And that's how I think a number of people in this community Uh, that have been around for a while remember Elmer. He's Mm -hmm. coach. Well, at at one point in time, though, you decided to move on, and you guys uh, left the Jessamine County school system, and you went to Eastern. Is that right? Yes. Uh, Again, with Bill Lockridge, Mm -hmm. and they
1: were both in safety and security. Okay. And we stayed there seven years. Brad graduated. We had to pull him out in his senior year. We didn't like it, but if he went to model, mm-hmm. it was a small school, and right. he made a lot of good friends. And right. He, he never resented us pulling him out. Then we, we stayed there seven years. I worked at KU, mm-hmm. and uh, we moved back to Nicholasville.
0: Now at, at Eastern, you said safety and um, security. Security. Did I understand he was also had something to do with athletics? Was he in charge of like transportation or something yeah, like that over transportation. there? Transportation. And yeah. that's a big job, making sure those yeah. athletes get in the right places at the right time.
1: Well, it was not only athletes; it was you know nurses uh-huh. had to go different places and. And they had to give, the, they were the ones that were in charge of when kids got tickets.
0: Uh-huh. They had right. to take care
1: of all that. Yeah.
0: So finally decided to retire. The day came where you all said, you know what, we've had enough time in education. And decided after being over there to come back to the place you didn't want to move to to start with. <laughs> and you came back <laughs> to right. Nicholasville.
1: We kept trying to find a where, maybe even move to Garrett County.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Brad said one day, Mother, I don't understand. All your friends are in Nicholasville. Why would you want to move to Garrett County? And I said, you know, they always say you shouldn't move back where you came from. Mm -hmm. And he said, I can't believe you of all people said that. (laughs) He said, what have you told me all of my life? Everything is what you make it. Yeah. So I said, you're right, Brad, we'll look at Nicholasville.
0: So you came back over here in the late 70s? 77. And uh, what did Coach decide to do then?
1: Well, he he did the real estate thing for a little while.
0: Yeah, I heard he sold real estate with Mr. Veal. Yes. Of course, Mr. Veal, a longtime teacher in the right. uh, Jessamine County School System, too. Right. And he sold with him. For a little while. He yeah. didn't, uh, That wasn't too successful. So
1: he ran the Lone Oak Pro Shop then until '96 because so, he died in '96. So
0: almost twenty years he mm-hmm. was at the Pro Shop mm-hmm. at Lone Oak. Yes, golly, that that is, is a career in itself.
1: <laughs> Part of my career too. I had to sell the hot dogs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you sold the hot dogs at the Pro Shop. Well, speaking of you, let's talk a little bit about you so people will know. We, we've mentioned some of it, and we mentioned the fact you all met on the blind date and you were married. Now, you were from Buena Vista. You, you said you worked at KU. What some other places that you've worked at? You were at a telephone um, company? Is that right? Well, when I didn't
1: start back to work until after Brad started school. Mm-hmm. And when I first, before we married, I worked at the telephone company mm-hmm. in Lexington mm-hmm. and lived at the YWCA. Mm-hmm. I started working at the university from there. I worked in the um, agriculture department, mm-hmm. and then I came to work at the bank, First National. First bank. National Bank. Mm-hmm.
0: Was that with Brian Risk? Yes. Yeah, a lot of big names down there. We were remember we were looking at some pictures mm-hmm. of some of that staff back a long time ago. So many of those people that are not here, unfortunately, we miss Helen Blakeman and oh, Brian no. and some of those people that just they they were pillars are our community i mean they were right. well known and well liked and took care of a lot of people too
1: i loved it i hated to leave it and go to richmond but right. that's what we needed to do so sure. i didn't have any trouble getting a job there at ku mm-hmm. in richmond and then transferred back to ku and lexington mm-hmm. but it was a problem parking yeah. and The commute every day. So I worked at RACC for a little while. And then that's when Elmer had that pro shop and it it was his responsibility to keep the little snack bar open. And so I just stayed home and took care of that for him.
0: Now, a lot of people may remember you at a place that used to be in business right across the street from the clerk's office, Logan's Menswear, Harlan Logan was uh, the gentleman i think that owned that how'd you come about working in that store because that turned into be quite a long time how'd that start <laughs> it
1: did Well, oh, actually ernie Bivens and john collier mm-hmm. bought the store of course harlan it was a franchise yeah and they bought the store and they were down there trying to get it set up and they knew i wasn't working mm-hmm. and they called one day and said could you just come down and help us a little while get Unpacked and everything, and I said, Sure, if I can come just like I am. Mm -hmm. So it turned in. And they said, they said, could you help us some until we get on our feet? Now, I never worked at that. Right. But anyway, I uh, said, oh, I don't want to work more than two days a week. Mm-hmm. The first week, I worked 60 hours. <laughs>
0: and how long did you work for that company?
1: I think 23 years. Isn't that
0: amazing? Just mm-hmm. to get us started in 23 years, yes. again, a career in itself Right. at Logan's. Of course, Logan's eventually left Nicholasville, and they had a place up by Ruff Arena. Right, and you transferred up there I and did. worked up there for for quite a while. Right, and I know. Um this part of the story because I was involved. I know it got to be kinda hard battling that traffic downtown oh, yeah. and the hours and things like that. And and that's when you came to work the circuit clerk's office. I
1: did. Best yeah. move I ever made. Well, yeah, well
0: <laughs> and we, we're gonna see you last twenty three years. That's our goal so I'm, we wanna get you twenty three years. I'm, that's my goal. Right. Well <laughs> uh, get back on Elmer for a little bit. And of course I understand that you're biased, you should be yours wife, but use some words to describe Elmer. In your eyes. I mean what and, and what you think people thought of him.
1: He was a man's man.
0: Yeah.
1: He he was a wonderful husband. Well for, first he was a good son mm-hmm. and then a husband and then a father. And then he was just so outgoing, mm-hmm. lovable. I mean there's not enough words to describe him really. I mean, we had 48 years together. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and... that's what made him a good coach. That's why people, the fact that he was outgoing and and as you said lovable and you know, I'm sure that there was some level of discipline there has to be when you're a oh, coach. Yeah. But the fact that he cared about his kids. He really did. Makes a difference. It makes a difference, and I think that's why that you still have people, just like the Moron Brothers, mention his name, (laughs) because he left an impression. But what would he say if you could say, hey, do you realize that there's still people today that still mention you as Coach Stevenson? What would he think? Oh, he'd say, oh, my goodness, and just go on with it.
1: He would be complimented, and he'd love it. Right. But I'm not sure. He'd just say, oh, my. That
0: was one of his. Oh, my. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I know that you uh, you and Brad and, and Pam and the girls and Sam are all really proud of him and what he accomplished in our community. You know, he's one of those people, when you think back about Jessamine County Schools, the way it used to be,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there are names that float to the top more than others. You know, you think about people like Hattie Warner, and uh, you go on down the line to C.R. Hager, and, and you remember teachers like Miss Boggs and Miss Watson. and people like that. And then you get into the athletics, and, and of course, Elmer's name is one of the ones that always rises to the top, him and, and Lockridge uh, and Maxwell, well, as we mentioned, talked about the other day. But it's one of those things that, for a while anyway, his name will be remembered by those people that had him in school, or maybe they didn't have him in school, maybe he took care of him at the Lone Oak. He touched a lot of people, and that's one of the reasons we want to talk about him today, because he is one of those, even though he's not a native Jessamine County, he's a Jessamine County. Or that's He right. was, and you yeah. are too.
1: We lived here most of, well, most of my life, especially. Right. Well, his too. I didn't mean it that way, but right. yes, it's, it's home. Everybody thinks I should probably move to Florida with Brad, but I want to stay here as long as I can. Well, that's so. good.
0: That's good, and then we're glad that you that you do. And it's not that far. The world's getting smaller every day. It's not that far to hop down to Florida every once in a while. Well, I
1: know. In fact, when he couldn't decide to take this job in Florida, and I said, Brad, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you know, I can be, to, I can get to you in an hour or 12 hours if mm-hmm. I have to.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Well, but you got a lot of people around here looking looking out for you, too. Yes, so. I do. He, I'm uh, very lucky. He knows that. He and, does. Uh, well, I appreciate you taking time to uh, tell us about Elmer. It, it helps to, to remember those that that kind of paved the way it's just like in the baseball folks he started it if it had not been for him it may have started eventually but we actually say as far as high school baseball in Jessamine County he he was the one that got it going and and made it a success and and you just have to remember those type people and always uh look back and and remember what they have done for our community and and be thankful for it well doris thank you for being with us today we appreciate you uh helping us understand and know a little more about coach
1: well thank you for having me i appreciate it
0: well i certainly appreciate doris joining us today to tell us more about the coach Elmer Stevenson. Before I leave, one of his pupils, name was Pete Royce. Pete worked for the school system several years and died a few years ago, but he was one of the athletes that Coach Stevenson had a profound impact on. And when Coach Stevenson died, Pete wrote a poem about him called My Tribute. And I'd like to take a few minutes to read this to you. This was written by Pete Royce. When I was a child, He made it clear that he was in charge of the seventh grade. I was awed by his presence, but found comfort in his tenderness. Beyond the textbooks, he shared with us the lessons that life had taught him. He cared for me. He was my teacher. When I was a teen, he owned my afternoons. He caused me to run, sweat, and sacrifice to endure. He provided me his car so I could take my driver's test. In sports, we enjoyed some sweet victories and endured some bitter defeats. He cared for me. He was my coach. When I became a man, he was a mentor, an encourager, a confidant. He took pride in my achievements. He allowed me to call him Elmer. He had influenced my life. He cared for me. He was my friend. In recent years, he was my neighbor. Across the creek that separated our yards, we discussed current events. We reminisced about days gone by, predicted the future, and laughed at ourselves. Yes, Elmer Stevenson was my teacher, my coach, my friend, and my neighbor. I know I speak for countless others who knew and loved him when we say, We miss you terribly but your memory shall continue to live on in us. Thanks for joining me here on All Things Jessamyn. We'll be back next Saturday for another edition. We do it for you right here on Jess FM 105.9.